Welcome everyone. This is Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource. Joining me is Anne-Marie Sastry, and she's the CEO of Amosite, Inc. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Jeff. Hi, thanks for being here. Um, you know, for those that are not familiar with Amosite, can you just give us a quick overview? Sure, and thanks so much for having me. Yes, Amazite is an artificial intelligence software company focused on improving the way the world learns. We deliver our learning platform to any customer, K-12 schools, universities, and full businesses, in order for them to be able to teach, learn, and engage uh, using the, the best-in-class software possible. We also create content for many of our customers that allows them to teach at the cutting edge at all times. Okay. So you have a platform. In addition to that, you're creating content. It, but I'm trying to get a better understanding of what, what your platform is. Are, are you um, using other video sources like Zoom and things like that, or, or is it all in one encompassing? Great question. Uh, everybody knows that COVID has pressure tested every online system, and learning is probably the worst experience on the Internet. People in schools and businesses complain precisely um, because of the reason you, you just said, which is they have to use multiple platforms. On the Amosite platform, video, messaging, engagement, fresh content is delivered automatically, making teaching a much easier job and bringing a high degree of engagement. You don't really have to fumble with a number of credentials, and nor should you. Uh, our feeling is that in order for education and learning to be competitive experiences, they have to be easy. Uh, for example, in a recent pilot we just completed with the Ford Motor Company, uh, we had no questions about how to use the platform. And uh, we, we taught 50 global managers uh, artificial intelligence, which is very, very important that companies like Ford and big companies are able to upskill management teams efficiently. Uh, so zero must, zero fuss easy to use, and yeah, we create the content as well. Okay, so, you, so you're not having to go out and get a whole bunch of different vendors. It's all, all in one. Absolutely, and we pride ourselves on that. We see a, a huge opportunity to design and provide virtual online learning and training for corporations because we're a one-stop shop. Uh, we create the content. We load it on the platform. We even find instructors that are excellent to teach. Um, the CEO of Manpower was recently quoted on CNBC.com last month saying that mass training after the pandemic is going to be one of the defining challenges of our time. We completely agree with that. In order to surmount that challenge, we have to make learning easy. And so Amosite is a one-stop shop for that. Great. And, and I see you recently went public. Um, who did the offering? How much did you raise? And, and why did you go public? Let me take those in reverse order. We, we wanted to go public because we wanted to gain access to the capital markets because our strong intention is to scale this business. The market opportunity is huge. Uh, over $150 billion markets in K-12 and university and business learning. So we wanted to go public uh, as efficiently as possible. Our, our banker on this is Laidlaw, and they've been with us from the beginning. Uh, we raised about $13 million prior to the IPO, and the IPO raised $15 million for the business, uh, which leaves us with, we believe, uh, a lot of resource uh, on hand to go ahead and scale that business. Okay. And then where are you in this process? Is your, is your product fully built out? It is, and we've been 
we were fortunate to have built the company and our full stack solution prior to the pandemic having hit. Uh, we had customers already in the K-12 space, uh, colleges and universities, and in business. And during the pandemic, obviously, we, we saw our, our uh, solutions in, in higher demand, and we're very honored to be able to provide those. Going forward, uh, through the rest of the pandemic and post-pandemic, it's very clear that learning is going to be one of the biggest challenges as a lot of work reshapes around remote work and the need has never been greater to convey technical skills efficiently. There's no way to do that better than with an online platform in general to communicate, but learning has missed out. In our Ford pilot, for example, we had managers from across the globe talking and we scored an approval rating of more than four out of five on less than three hours a week from manager's time. That's key. The Amosite platform, because of the AI under the hood, which serves up fresh content and promotes engagement and its ease of use, allows people to upskill very efficiently so that full-time workers can upskill and go execute on the company's strategy. Okay. So, so it's, a, it's a big market. There's got to be a lot of people. Can you give us a, an idea of the competitive landscape and, and how big your addressable market is? Absolutely. Our addressable market in L&D alone is over $165 billion, we believe. Uh, the competitive landscape is mixed. There are uh, small shops, consulting groups. There are internal subject matter experts that, uh, that staff learning and development activities inside of companies. That are there are universities that sell master's degrees. But what's really needed are custom solutions, and there aren't very, very many players that we can find in this space. Amosite repels in and creates complete custom solutions. So we talk with the L&D team and build out programs that make sense for that company at that time. We do it very efficiently because of our hiring methods, and we can bring in SMEs in any subject. All of this is delivered on a super easy-to-use platform, and that's really the key. If, if employees have to spend time learning to use the platform before they get to learning, it's a huge cognitive barrier. So what we do is put everything on a platform that's very easy to use so the company can see the benefit of training right away, and it reduces a lot of headache for folks in L&D. Did you have partners or did you develop everything? We developed everything. We, we purpose-built uh, a code stack uh, that's fully modular. We're on our Gen 3 platform right now. Uh, we started uh, about three years ago on a Gen 1 platform, and then a year later rolled out a Gen 2, and the Gen 3 platform is uh, what we're offering products on now. Again, fully modularized, scalable out of the box, no complexity for the customer whatsoever. Uh, and you know, we just issue credentials, and people can get learning. Okay. And so how does AI fit, uh, fit into this? Yeah, AI drives most of the experiences that people actually like on the, on the Internet. So people like Spotify, they like PayPal, they like uh, Pandora, they like Netflix. And that's because on, on those platforms and on social media, artificial intelligence is used, algos are used to serve up content which is relevant and fresh. And that produces engagement. So it's not an accident that people will spend hours and hours and hours on a social platform, but really it's more or less the learning experience. So, so our, you know, obviously the learning experience has to be driven by the same tools. In learning, uh, we, we do need to do some special things. Uh, for example, we need to protect people's data. Amazon takes a really strong policy on data. Uh, we neither 
share data with third parties, nor do we sell data to third parties. And that makes us very, very compliant as well. So it has a benefit as we scale, as we attempt to scale this business into very, very large and very hungry markets. Uh, it has the benefit of not tripping any wires. Um, entities that work with us, whether they're K-12 schools, universities, or business, don't need to worry about tripping wires on regulation because their data isn't going anyplace. Okay. And then what markets are you addressing? So the K-12 market is, is a huge market. K-12 is, is served by a number of platforms, but as to your question, those platforms are used in concert, and it's producing a lot of angst. So if you look at news write-ups and, and parental concerns and teacher concerns, people are, are fumbling with a lot of different platforms as learning went briefly 100% online and still is in the majority online right now during the pandemic. So we offer a turnkey solution, and of course we provide content as well. In the college and university market, one of the most untapped segments of that market is alumni education. At a typical university, except for very new universities, and there aren't that many of those, typical university has an alumni to student ratio, enrolled student ratio, of about 10 to 1. People now in, in this very technical age need to be what we call evergreen learners. They need to be continuous learners. And it's very difficult sometimes for universities to be able to spin up content quickly because teaching schedules are often filled 18 to 24 months out. Uh, I was a professor myself for 17 years, so I know, that, I know that world very well before I became a tech entrepreneur. So what we do is we come in and we can spin up 10 programs in 30 days flat that address the key needs that their alumni uh, have and allow them to continuously upskill. That opens up revenue lines for universities that really aren't highly exploited now and offers a, a very incredibly important opportunity for professionals to stay upskilled. That market also is, is over $150 billion. And then internationally, higher ed has been estimated to be a $1.9 trillion market. So of course we're interested uh, and anxious to expand into, into more areas as well. In the, in the enterprise side, again, employee L&D, uh, we talked about what's also important is compliance. There's a lot of compliance that's required to be taught at companies, and everybody has sat through some of these uh, safety modules or, or uh, soft skills modules, which are pretty much death by PowerPoint. On the Amosite platform, these turn into engaged experiences where workers are actually discussing items and being served up articles just in time that are related. So every time learning happens on the Amosite platform, it's fresh, and it's refreshed by new content. So who are your customers now? Did you start with K-12, through or, or where did you begin? Or we began by establishing a foothold in universities. That's a world we know very well. And um, a great example of a customer there is Wayne State University in Metro Detroit. They, uh, they educate a lot of people who work in the automotive industry. Uh, they're located right in Midtown Detroit, which has um, within 50 miles of Center City, maybe 80% of the world's automotive R&D. So with Wayne State, we've uh, spun up 13 different programs uh, in, in about 30 days so they can go out and educate their alumni. In pilot programs with Wayne State, we had 100% retention, and we had very, very high reviews. And so now we're scaling up, and we've scaled up with them to, to offer a lot more programs. Michigan State University is also a customer in several other universities. 
then we move to uh, enterprise. Uh, one of our partners is the Henry Ford Museum, which is a very large institution in uh, the Detroit metro area in Dearborn. And what they needed to do was offer different kinds of learning products, uh, teach the teachers innovation curriculum, and also uh, to support something that they run called Invention Convention, which has many, many, many schools involved. So through those projects, we're delivering learning on the Henry Ford brand as a partner in a way that engages uh, their, their subscribers, their stakeholders, and allows them to grow their programs. And of course, we, we, we appreciate the visibility it gives to us as well. Ford Motor Company, I mentioned, um, all large global corporations need robust L&D programs. But managing multiple platforms and an inability to access content are major market pains right now that, that Amosite addresses. So again, for big companies, there's an acute need and an absolute requirement for scalability, data security, and ease of use, all of which are hallmarks of the Amosite platform. And so um, you're reaching these various uh, education and, and corporations through which uh, marketing channels? We are very active in social, and so anybody who wants to take a look at our LinkedIn, our Twitter, our Facebook can do so. Uh, our marketing philosophy is to provide value and uh, really work on demand gen. Uh, we have noticed a, a lot of outreach and interest, uh, not only during the IPO but prior to it, because we've been very active in trying to establish thought leadership. So uh, Amosite's been on uh, Mornings with Maria a couple of times, CNBC Squawk Box, and, and we're, very, you know, we're very active in talking about issues in learning and education and what needs to happen, and I think we're viewed as very credible. Uh, when we have appearances, it has, it has the benefit of driving a lot of interest, a lot of interest in the product, and so we get a lot of people filling in forms and asking for demos and so forth. Um, so really those two, those two mechanisms, direct outreach, demand gen. Um, being the key ones. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so COVID has is, is changed a lot of things. How does it affect you guys, and, and, and what does that uh, pretend for the future of learning? That's a great question. Um, first, what does COVID pretend for the future of learning? Um, COVID dismantled um, sort of an untruth, a canard, that, that everybody had a digital backbone. They didn't, and they don't. That's clear. Uh, there were a lot of failures during COVID, despite the valiant efforts of a lot of teachers, a lot of families, a lot of kids, a lot of college learners, a lot of companies. And people pressure tested these systems and found, you know what, they're not so great. I have, if I have to use four tools to just do a simple learning program, that's an issue. And so for the future of learning, COVID has made it clear that education is probably the world's biggest sector that did not have a digital backbone and the digital tools it had were, were vastly inferior to those in other big industries like banking and manufacturing and human, human resources and so forth. Um, when we look at the, what, we, what, what the demand for our product was during COVID uh, was, was quite, quite heightened, uh, quite heightened um, on a factor of, of 10 to 20x or so. And we believe that that growth will be very durable because to, to your question about the future of education, never again will anybody say that a digital backbone is op optional. No one will ever say that again. And no one will really ever accept a digital tool that just serves as a document storage or, or backup for an on-ground experience. Uh, resilience will be the word of the day in, in new tech and education. We're, we're 
very, very bullish on our ability to deliver to a much, much broader audience. And so with schools uh, and and COVID, uh, do do they have money for this? They do. Uh, So there have been special programs during COVID. There's been a lot of legislation, some of it through the CARES Act and others. And there are state funds uh, that that allow uh, K-12 schools to purchase products. So a great example of that is our customer, uh, Peru Central, in the state of New York. The state of New York has 37 BOCES, which are Boards of Cooperative Educational Services, which actually subsidize purchases of tax. So when we sold into the Peru School District, we provided the Peru School District with use of the platform and also, also do content, courses they couldn't teach before, and it was subsidized by the state of New York. So now in the state of New York, uh, any of those 660-plus school districts can purchase Amosite uh, at often a very, very, very steep discount. In the case of Peru, um, the contract size was, was um, you know, over, over 40% covered by the state of New York. So that's very exciting for us um, to move into state by state and make sure that we are certified by each state and make the purchase process a lot easier and have that you know, sort of certification uh, that people know that they're buying a good product and they can rely on us to deliver for them. That's really important to us. Uh-huh. Now, are you just selling in the U.S.? You mentioned you know, international with universities. I didn't know if that was foreigners lo- looking at platforms here or if you're selling there as well. Obviously, we have a lot of discussions going on. Uh, we do have the, devel- the ability to deliver fully global programs, as we did with Ford Motor, and uh, I expect that we will um, absolutely forcefully move ahead with some global deals. I, I am very, very optimistic on that. And so how do we make money? What's the revenue model look like? It's really simple. And, and this is the thing that has really been missing in education. So some companies had asked for really, really high revenue shares or lockups and really long contracts. Amazon is super easy to work with. It's a license fee, and everything else is pay by the slice. So there's a fee for us to create a course for you, to maintain a course. There's a small user fee, and that's it. And then you scale. So it, it, it acts, quacks, looks like uh, a software platform, and that makes it really easy. Also, Amosite is happy to sign our customer's paper, our customer's software licenses agreement, because we pay very close attention to being compliant at all times. So um, you know, for us, a deal is like, you know, give us a software license paper, and we'll staple an SOW to it, and we'll, we'll be off. Very easy to work with. Is it per seat? Sorry? So in terms of charging, you know, is it per student, or, or how, do you, um, how do you charge? Yeah, we charge to license the platform. So there's a fee for an annual license, and there's a, a per-user fee, students and instructors, that allows us to scale cloud services and service. It's generally very low. And then there are fees for creation of courses. So whatever we do for you, there's a model. We we have a a cafeteria-style statement of work. You pick what you would like us to do for you, and that's it. We calculate the cost. So in some cases, we've launched content that our customers already had. In many cases, we created content. And uh, they've scaled. As with Wayne State, we started with two little pilots, and now we've grown to 13 programs. So, Very good. And so what do gross margins look like? We believe that we will be highly competitive, highly competitive. Um, having built the stack, having built a, a full-stack solution, 
the, um, that leaves us in a, in, a, in a very good position, we believe, to be able to execute upgrades to the platform as specific to market needs. So we, we don't have a lot of build cost at this point in time. Um, and the, the, um, you know, we've been public about that, and the platform is built, and it is brandable. We can actually stand up a service in 24 hours flat. So as we go on with repeatable revenue and so forth, we believe those, those margins will be, will be very, very attractive for us. So, so part of the business is software and part of it is building content. Is it closer to a software margin? It'll, we believe it will be much, much closer to a software margin. And, and the thing to keep in mind is because of the way that we utilize labor, uh, we can create content very, very efficiently. Uh, much, much more efficiently than, than uh, many institutions of higher uh, learning or K-12 schools can. Uh, we utilize subject matter experts. We treat people well. The company has already won four Workplace Excellence Awards. We believe in doing business the right way. And when you do that, you, you actually achieve a lot of cost efficiency. But the margins we're targeting are, are absolutely software margins. Okay. And in terms of revenue breakdown, you know, between K through 12, universities, enterprise, what's the mix roughly right now? Right now, it's um, the smallest is K-12, uh, the largest is enterprise, and university is, is intermediate. And, you know, we, we think that the, the enterprise opportunity for us, we believe that it's enormous just because of the, the very, very strong need. Like I, like I told you, the CEO of Manpower is the problem of our time, and we agree with that. So companies um, can get a, a system that's custom, branded to them, fully delivered, stood up in 24 hours, and launched you know, 10 programs or more in just 30 days flat. Um, there are about 155,000 businesses in the United States with more than 500 employees. And, of course, every one of those is a target of opportunity for us um, but we like to, to think about targeting very big enterprises because their need is the most acute. And they really don't want the complexity of multiple platforms. Uh, are you doing that through a partner since it's business rather than education? We do have um, partnerships established with channel partners who already sell into enterprises and into K-12 schools, and we'll continue to pursue those. Uh, we will also pursue strategic partnerships uh, with companies that sell into uh, our, our target audiences, for sure. So if we do this call two to three years out from now, which would be the, what would you expect to be the biggest area for you? I would expect corporations to be the biggest area for us. Um, but I think that K-12 and universities uh, will also be substantial. And, and my, my assertion is, is based on the kinds of solutions that exist right now and how our solutions, how our customers tell us our solutions compare. Uh, we've had between 99% and 100% retentions in all of our programs in the aggregate. Uh, we have more tech on our platforms than, it, than we believe than any of the incumbents, and we routinely get top ratings in everything from customer service to technology uh, to, to content. So I believe that we can be very, very competitive in all of these markets, but just by sheer size. Uh, the enterprise market, the, the corporate market is huge. Okay. And then what would be the gating factor? Well, uh, it's hard work. I mean, that's it. You know, we, 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 have, we have built our product. We've been successful in all of our pilots. We are cross-selling and up-selling now in all of our markets. 
So it's about getting the right people on the ship and about working hard. Uh, I can tell you through through the publicity associated with the IPO, uh, we've had very, very good conversations with people that were recruiting. Uh, we're able to, to recruit outstanding people, and they want to come work at Amosite because of our culture. Like I said, we've won four Workplace Excellence Awards. And I really give credit to our team. Uh, like I tell our team, I, I'm not present at 99.999% of the meetings, so it's up to the team to create a culture that's awesome. And we've worked hard at that, and, and we're ready to welcome the next group of people uh, armed with the resources uh, that our IPO brought us. So it, it sounds like uh, COVID and the IPO have, have both been uh, a driver for you. Are there some other key drivers? Absolutely. Um, we, you know, I, I should say with COVID is a horrific tragedy, and we would never wish for a tragedy. I would say the thing we feel lucky about is that we were in a position to help. Um, if we if you tried to start an ed tech company during COVID, I think that might be very challenging, but we were already up and running with all of our prog programs in all three areas, so we already had proof points that we had a solution. Other drivers, uh, certainly remote work is going to be a driver. Remote work is, has uh, really brought out in relief that businesses can run online, including L&D. And so you know, the bias against doing things online is actually COVID dismantled a lot of that out of necessity. And when you look at the number of, of people who work in corporations who are maybe in their 20s and 30s and in time in life or 40s when they're having kids, raising kids, uh, online is, is, a, is a boon. I mean, online is a total godsend to people who want to upskill. And it's a, it's, it's a total boon to companies because they're able to upskill their professionals very easily. So COVID highlighted some work practices that now companies are adopting. And recent surveys of chief information officers has shown that most believe that remote work will be a, a permanent feature for up to 30% of workforces. So that's great um, that people are realizing that. Um, other megatrends, the speed and rapidity of technology adoption, never been greater. A lot of the disciplines that people use every day in their work life were not majors in college. So marketing might have been a major, but Really, it wasn't digital marketing, it was marketing. And when we look at automotive engineering, it was automotive engineering, might have been mechanical engineering or electrical engineering, but it wasn't electric vehicle engineering or autonomous vehicle engineering. So Amosite is very, very fast at creating programs that are bolt-ons that can upskill people who may have majored in traditional degrees and now want to upskill so that they can go execute on the, on the latest strategy and tactic of their company. Um, and that's only accelerating. If we look at finance, you know, five years ago, blockchain was crazy. Well, guess what? <laughs> now, now all finance people at least need to be conversant. What is a cryptocurrency and what does it mean? Amosite is there every step of the way to upskill people in any institution to be able to execute on, on the new technology or at a minimum be conversant in it so that the right strategy can be executed and the right people be hired. Okay. So uh, as we look out over the next 6, 12 months, any uh, upcoming events or catalysts to watch for? Well, we uh, will be, um, you know, hopefully uh, announcing a few things. I mean, you know, we, 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 have, to, we have to be careful um, about, you know, we, we would never want to uh, lead the market, but obviously we're optimistic because of the density of discussions that we're in. Uh, we're very optimistic because all of our pilots have gone so well, and we've been public about that. Uh, and we do have business in all three segments and, and real opportunities for growth in all three segments. 
So, so I, I, I would encourage everybody to follow the story along, but we're very, very excited about the future. So I see Amesis uh, trades on the NASDAQ under AMST. And uh, do you just want to, before we go, just make a, a good case as why this is a good place to pay, put money? Well, here's the thing. Learning is fundamental. It's, it's pretty much food, clothing, shelter, education. And in order to be competitive in any economy, learning is essential. It's an essential human need. It is the most underserved market by tech, period, hard stop, end of story. It is irritating how underserved this market is, and it was the main reason I started this company. So the, the markets are hungry. Dissatisfaction and pain are at the highest point in, in living memory in the modern era in terms of online learning. And we bring a solution that's highly rated, and it's turnkey and it's easy to use. So I've been a, a very proud investor in Amazite myself, and uh, our entire board has, and, and we're very bullish on our ability to deliver and therefore our ability to grow the business. Well, very timely and a, and a good story, and thank you for sharing it. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it.